This week on Rails in Mysteries, Gwyneth Appleton pulls out some mystic arts. Agent Erickson takes a nap. Avis Osborne eavesdrops. And Aaron Aronson catches up with an old flame. It's not a town so much as a handful of dilapidated buildings, one with flickering neon letters reading ANSI. A feeble yellow light in the gable above the neon sign illuminates the dark V, A, and C, as well as a hand-lettered sign for Jacob's Motor Inn. Jacob's Motor Inn seems to be a cluster of tiny, dark cabins scattered around the building bearing the signage. A weedy gravel driveway loops off of the narrow and marginally paved road you've been following through the dark Ozark night to join the cabins to the office with the flickering neon sign. The office is dark, but you can see a light leaking from a window in the back of the office building. So to remind you of where you were and how you got to this place, you were having disposed of a body fleeing south from Rails End. Um, the sun was going down and Gwyneth was driving old Frigg, and you guys were putting some distance between you. Um, I will note for you that the sun has now gone all the way down, and old Frigg is about out of gas. Um, we're going to have to make a stop here soon. Um, yeah, we're going to need gas before we can uh, get back to our home. Do we have a plan? I mean, I'm certain the cult is going to be tracking us. On the upside, we're in the middle of nowhere, and no one knows where we are. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure they know where your house is. You put down enough roots that I'm fairly certain they have a good idea of where to look for us. Let them try. Um, I think we should contact our respective agencies and see what support we can get. This is turning into more of a war and less of a small group operation yes i vote other people deal with the cult that sounds like a great idea here so are you having this conversation as you're tooling on past the only civilization you've seen in 10 miles no i'm looking for a gas station okay well we're slowing down across well across the street from the flickering neon sign for the jacobs motor inn was a darkened building but one that seems to have been in use recently that says Jacob's Gas and Service. And it has some very old looking, but seemingly marginally functional gas pumps outside. And it says closed. Well, that seems like a winner. Hmm. Sounds like it's not going to be open till the morning though. We might have to stay here tonight. I got plenty of room in Frigg if y'all want to just stay in here. Yeah. yeah. Let's find Can a place to just park? requisition some for important legal business from that pump next door. Do you want to try to siphon it off? I would never say it in those sorts of words, but yes. <laughs> you can give it a go. Like, I feel like possibly we should attempt to contact the owner first. I mean... Yeah. And I mean, if he's not here, then it's easier, to, way better to take it if he's absent. If he's here and watching, we'll get into all yeah. sorts of trouble. So... 
Uh, it's ha- have you pulled into the Jacobs Gas and Service? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. As you're having this conversation? Yeah. Okay. Then by all means, carry on. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't having to track you further south, deeper into the Ozark Plateau. No, okay. no. We, we, we're pausing. Okay. It seems like we're staying here for yeah. the evening. It's just figuring out whether... Should we hide the van? I mean... While we figure out what we do? There's also that yeah. place over there, and I point to the, like, the... It seems related, too. It seems like they're run by the same... Well, maybe we can find a space to stay over there. Yeah, I feel like we yeah. need... I don't want to leave the van if those creepy fellas come back. I want to be able to make a speedy getaway. I mean, it's kind of what yeah, I'm, I'm thinking. Like I don't want any more zombies. Without gas, there's not going to be much of a speedy getaway. No. It's true. But, but maybe but we can it's convince your the guy home. to get us some. Yeah, it's true. So... Mission one, find Jacob, get gas. Yes, that seems to be what we're deciding. All right, Aaron, I'll put you in charge of finding uh, finding Jacob. Cool. I'm going to start with the the thing that's lit up that has his name on it. Somebody (laughs) should probably go with him. Yeah. You want me to? I can maybe be somewhat helpful. Yeah, well, I think... You can also contact us if you're in trouble. Yeah, I think John and I need That's to make true. some phone calls. Yes. Yeah. That's right. And just keep an ear out in case we get into any trouble. Will do. They don't need their ears if we're in trouble. <laughs> They'll hear us. Yeah, I'm not a silent troubler. On that auspicious note, it sounds like Aaron and Avis are going to go across the road to the Jacobs Motor Inn while. Uh, Agent Erickson and Aaron Aronson are going to, or I mean, uh, Gwyneth Appleton are going to be calling in. Sounds right. Okay, well, um, let's start with the calls. Um, Not it. No. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Gwyneth. How's this going down? Well, I'm going to call and hope I get a better response than the last time I called them. Are you going to be attempting to use a move here, or what are you doing? I believe this is probably um, some sort of contact the agency move. Just trying yes. to find the... It is when you're in good standing with your sect, which you sort and of I, are, but it's at the beginning of each mystery... So we'll have to improvise that a little bit because you're you're yeah. past the beginning of the um, mystery. You already tried that with mixed uh, success, shall we say? Yeah, that's true. But you certainly can try to call to report in, and if need be, we can roll the dice and see what happens. Oh yeah, well I definitely need to report in that this like cult that they were just like not taking me seriously over has escalated. So let's do this. I call in. Okay, and you have no cell signal. Ah. I pull out my teletype. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Are you going to check your phone for a signal first, Erickson, or are you going to... I'll uh, check it, but I don't want to call in because last time I called in in the middle of the night, I got yelled at. So I'm just... Now, this is earlier in the night than last time. Last time was like 2.30 or 3 o'clock. This time it's... You know, the sun goes down relatively early because it's getting into the fall. So, you know, you're talking about eh, 
nine or 10 o'clock in the evening. So it's not so crazy, but you don't have a signal either. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to, I was going to end up using the teletype Okay. and just sending a message. What are you going to say? Um, agent John Erickson requesting assistance. Uh, what's the cult called again? Uh, the brothers. Oh, the, uh, Healing Tavern Tabernacle. Healing Tavern Healing Tavern Tabernacle. Um, so I'll say Healing Tavern Tabernacle Cult. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Healing it's a tongue twister. <laughs> um, cult used sassafras roots and some strange powder has control over citizens. Um, Local law officials may be in cahoots uh, <laughs> requesting official poll uh, in over my head. <laughs> what do I do? Okay, well, I think that even though it's a somewhat uh, unorthodox version of deal with agency, I think this is a deal with agency. So you're going to need to roll plus sharp. Oh, man. Come on, good dice. Um, that's an eight. Okay, that's a mixed success. These still aren't great, but. <laughs> so you send off this teletype and you are waiting in the dark, wondering what the hell Aronson and Abus are up to and wondering if anyone at MIA has received your message. And then all of a sudden, just as you're beginning to give up hope of seeing either Aronson and Avis again or hearing back from MIA, the teletype starts to clatter. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> it prints out a message that you, I, I gather you have a flashlight in your kit, so you're yep. able to read it in the darkness. And it says, acknowledged, assistance forthcoming, Bear with the delay. Official contacts needed. Stop. And that is the end of the message. Awesome. I'm jotting down some notes. Uh, so I'll tear that out. Um, so official contact needed is that are they saying like they need to move through the bureaucracy or are they saying they need to know like where i am um so I, I, your director <laughs> yeah your director is a man of few words but the the intention there was that uh they have to make contacts with local agencies and maybe lateral contacts within the federal government All right. in order to um provide the assistance you need right. and basically that's a mixed success which is yep. you're getting what you asked for just slowly but it's not, yes it's not coming as quickly as you might want awesome i'll turn to gwyneth i'll be like well i got some help but uh it it's gonna be a little bit before we can use it uh, i don't know if we have time well if we can ever get a signal i could hopefully get help faster, although they don't much like me right now, so no guarantees. 
the Momo situation kind of screwed me over as well. <laughs> <laughs> you both made a mess of the Momo. Um, let's go back to Aaron and Avis now. So you two have crossed over this dilapidated, marginally paved road and are overlooking at the Jacobs Motor Inn sign. And again, the the vacancy neon sign, the you know, VA and the C are not working, so it just says ANSI. And, you know, it's dim. There's what looks like a, well, it, it doesn't just look like it, is a door um, with a window in it that look, inside is what looks to be sort of an office uh, or reception area, but that's all dark. Uh, there's no light on in the office, but the backside of the building that contains the office um, you can see there's maybe a light coming out of a window back there. Get a nudge and go, hey, I wonder if we can find Jacob or Ansi if we go into the bit where there's light. Yes, go towards the light. Yeah. That's never gone poorly for you. <laughs> so do you proceed gonna, through the darkness? I'm going to proceed through the... I'm going to knock on the... I'm be like... Hello? Anyone here? Are you, so are you knocking on the door of the office or are you going around the back? I'm going to knock on the door first and if no one replies, I'm going to go around the back. Yeah, no one replies. Cool. I'm going to go around the back. All right, and as you go around the back, you see that the uh, backside of this building kind of looks like a typical modest house. Um, and you begin to realize that the uh, office area is almost a converted garage uh, on a house and that the residence in the back is apparently where the proprietor lives or something like that. And you can see, um, you know, light coming through the windows that, you know, have curtains drawn across them, but there's light oozing from around them. Well, I still should make contact with someone. Okay. So there is a door back there. Yeah. Is there anything on the door that looks like a doorbell or a knocker or something? There is not a doorbell. There is not a knocker. There are some uh, potted plants that are looking the worse for the uh, colder weather in the fall. There's a mostly dead and dying vegetable garden uh, out in where there's a patch of yard. Um, a few straggly trees, but nothing too big. Of course, the whole area is ringed in forest, so, you know, there's plenty of trees about, just not up by the house. Yeah. Does it look like someone's been living here recently, or has it been abandoned? Um, you know, the, the potted plants are not in great shape, but they've obviously been cared for. Um, you know, there's some petunias that would have been, well, not doing well with the, the cold snap, uh, and, and the drizzling and all the rest of it, but you know they're 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 plants that are past their peak and therefore aren't doing well. But they obviously had to be cared for to be there. Well, I think it's time to knock on the door and yell. Okay, are you doing both of those simultaneously? I'm gonna start gonna knock fairly quietly and be like, "Hello." and increasingly escalate as no one replies. Okay, well, you don't have to escalate too long before the door opens up and a large, 
bearded man, maybe about 50 years old with a mostly gray hair and beard, opens the door and says, yeah, what you want? Oh, thank God. I'm so glad someone's in here. We've had the most terrible trip, and it's so good to finally have found somewhere that looks like it might give us some fuel and some safety for a minute. Uh-huh. So, we're closed for the evening, fella. Right. I'm going to attempt to manipulate someone here. Okay. And I want to try and argue that our situation is dire. And therefore, he is a good, upstanding citizen, should help us, because he's a kind-hearted soul. <laughs> well, let's see how this goes. And I've rolled a seven. I've got a ten. Hey. Okay. Woo. Yeah. We That's take this. Okay. So he looks at you and he says, look, fella, I, this ain't a, a big, fancy... 24-hour place like they got up in the big cities like Rails End and all. Uh, it's just a, a little motor in and I mean, why we got to have some time off sometimes, so we, we generally close up the office about 5 o'clock. Truth be told, we don't usually have anybody by before 5 o'clock, but uh, well, we want to help travelers in need and, you know, be hospitable. So uh, let's see if we can help you. And he hollers, back into the house, and he says, Vance! Vance! We've got customers! Come, you know, pokes his yeah. head back and says, go on round to the front, and Vance and I'll yeah. take care of you. I'm gonna reach into my pocket, fiddle about for a second, and then take out a 20 and hand it to him, and wink and walk off. <laughs> he looks at you and sort of smirks a little bit and then closes the door as he says, meet you up front. Uh-huh. Bit of bribery goes a long way when you want things to go smoothly. I've always found that. He he did not take your money, by the way. Oh. You're just left there. The door got slammed in your face and he told you to meet you in the front, meet, meet him in the front. He did not take your $20 bill. Yeah. Offering to bribe honest folk makes them feel like they should be doing it for free. It's a great strategy as well. <laughs> <laughs> Your, your bribing has not always gone well. No. You, isn't it? We've got what we've needed. It's fine. To the front. To old Frig. All right. To the front. So you go around to the front, and um, the light turns on. That used to be, um, you know, dark. And uh, you see two men who look fairly similar in... Their uh, beard styles and such, but they obviously, uh, that's where the resemblance ends. They're both large men, around 50, with gray hair, gray beards, lots of hair and lots of beards. And um, (laughs) the one that you saw before says to you, all right, uh, Vance and I will take care of you. Um, How many of you are there tonight? Four of us. Four. Okay, um, well, our cabins might be a little tight unless y'all are friendly. You want uh, two of them? I, I'm really sorry. I, I don't think we've communicated properly what we needed at all. We're in absolutely dire straits trying to get somewhere, and we've just run out of fuel. <laughs> Almost broken down. He kind of scowls at you and he says, the gas station will open in the morning. 
it might be able to... Surely could it not open now with sufficient encouragement? And I place two 20s on think, the table. I think, Aaron... Aaron, I, I think that we're staying here tonight, and that's all right. We can deal with one night out of town. How big are these cabins you were saying? Oh, they're just... Well, you can see them out there. He sort of gestures to where in the darkness you can kind of see one. Are they bigger or smaller Um, than my car? They're moderately bigger, but only moderately. They're very small. Do you want a cabin or not? Do you want two cabins? Shoot, they're all empty. You can have four cabins. You can each have one if you like. That seems like a lot, though you are being very generous to help us at this hour. Um, how much do you want for a couple cabins tonight? 20 bucks a cabin. All right. I think we can deal with that. Mm. I look at Aaron. <laughs> and he's 220. I pass him across towards the van. <laughs> he takes them and sort of snaps them back and forth in his hands and, you know, looks at them and holds them up to the light and then yeah. kind of nods at you and he pulls open a drawer and, and slides them in. Do we see them? Then Are he, they outside? Uh, no, this is inside the office building, but you've seen them. You have well, if you probably have seen them come back around and go into the office and seen the light come on. I would imagine you would notice right. that. I'm pretty perceptive. You hmm. are. So uh, I assume they're gonna yes. get some keys or and so he's kind of you know, uh, the well Vance and his buddy are kind of looking at you there and and he says, um, so which cabins do you want? You got any preferences? There's six of them. Whichever two you're proudest of. I well, there's six of them. <laughs> yes, I, I gathered. I, I don't think it matters all that much. We're just staying the night. Two next to each other, I suppose, for convenience. Maybe the closest to the office here. Okay, well, and just uh, to set the scene a little bit more, these six cabins are arranged in basically a semicircle on one side of the road. So they're all mm-hmm. about the same distance from the office. Yeah. Okay. Closest to the road, then. Couple closest. So he fishes out and says, that would be cabin one and cabin six. They're the two closest to the road. They're right. on opposing sides of the uh, office. So. They're the cabins that are closest to the road, but with the office in between them. Okay. And the gas station where Old Frigg is parked is across the street. Well, it's more a road than a street, but yes, it is. But I mean, Old Frigg ain't completely out of gas. She'll move. She just won't go far. Yeah. Yeah. Do they have parking across the street? Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out where the... Well, they just have this gravel uh, sort of circle drive that goes around the office and past each of the little cabins. But there's nothing there. Like there's, you, you don't even see the vehicle that the guys inside presumably drive. Right. Okay. And I'll probably pull up old Frig once we know. Um, yeah. yeah, I take the keys and go outside and try to wave the yeah. van over. Essentially, I'll like, pull out and come on over here. Cross this road. Okay. Um, so you do, and I don't know how, well, what are your preparations for bedding down for the evening? What is that going to look like? Yeah. Well, I think we need to discuss that. Um, 
So as the van pulls up, I'm going to come over to it. Um, they're not going to be opening the gas station tonight. I can't say I blame them. Um, we kind of came out of the blue and they were already closed yeah. entirely for the day. We did manage to get them to, well, Aaron managed to convince them to let us stay in the cabins if we'd like. Considering we'd rouse them, I got two. I don't know how we want to settle ourselves. I think I should stay in old frig just in case we need a quick up yeah. and go. I'm still unhappy without being able to do All a right. quick up and go very far. Me, me brother back in England had a ha- had an old trick for getting out petrol out of pumps when no one was watching. I reckon I'd be able to recycle it with a bit of luck. Could leave some money tucked away somewhere for them. No one lose it, c- out of pocket for anything, and we get old frig ready to go easy. If you can do it without getting caught, I suppose I don't care. But it. I hear and see nothing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> of course, this is purely hypotheticals, and no one here would be endorsing anything of such behaviour in the slightest. And I wink. Aaron, if you can get us out of this situation, do whatever you want. Right. Gwyneth, do you want a key? Um, sure. Alright. I One or six? One. I bet this cabin does not have Wi-Fi. Helpful. <laughs> <laughs> the but cabin I, does not have Wi-Fi. Are you going into your cabin? I mean, to be determined, but if it had Wi-Fi, I was definitely going in. You're going to check to see if it has Wi-Fi then. So as you're outside the door, there's no Wi-Fi that your phone is detecting. <sighs> I walk back to the van. There's no Wi-Fi, so I'm not going to be able to call in tonight. It's all right. We got... Uh, MIA has the ball rolling for now. Forgive me if That's I don't good. fully I'm trust MIA. Well, it's not MIA. We're pulling strings for other agencies. That does make me feel slightly... To be better. honest, I am MIA. <laughs> <laughs> I this makes me... Much less comfortable with MIA. I'm MIA, me and like four other people. Hmm. So So it's it's now pushing midnight. Okay. (laughs) It's now pushing midnight as you all have been, you know, chatting here. I'm getting situated in my hammock. I'm going to have a. And so you. So uh, Aaron's. Or, so, Erickson, you park in front of the van or the cabin that Avis yeah, is going I'm to go into? Is that six. the idea? Okay. Six. Yeah. And I'm sleeping with okay. a gun beneath my pillow. Not a bad idea. Um, <laughs> and then let's walk through how everyone else is uh, occupying themselves then. So, I feel like what Aaron does yeah. not affect with the rest of us. And families, I feel like so we need someone to take a him. watch and make sure there's. No more zombies coming at yeah. us. Yeah. More cultists. Oh my, long rest watches. What are we playing? Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah. Seems it seems strange. like we've gotten ourselves to some deep trouble. Though. Yeah. I think we're, we're far enough away, right? It would be like a hell of we're a walk to get to where we are. Yeah. It would, it, it's not really yeah. a feasible walk. Yeah. yeah. 
But what if the zombies can fly, guys? I'm more scared of the zombies driving driving white sedans. Yeah. Yeah, that's much. To be clear, the ones who drive white sedans are cultists, yeah, not zombies. The zombies, you know, were the zombies and tourists are allies. They could drive each other. The zombies and tourists are the same people. <laughs> yeah. So okay, so I guess Avis, are you staying up to see what happens with Aronson then? Yeah, I want to be ready to have to bolt if we need to. So I'm going to check out the cabin, but keep an eye across the road to see what goes on over there. Okay, well, the cabin is covered in a thick layer of dust. There's one uh, double bed that is uh, tiny and constrictive. Um, There's a sink, but there's no toilet. Uh, There's a, a little sign saying, facilities in office. Wow. <laughs> okay, so Gwyneth, how are you occupying yourself tonight? I am going to take my gun <laughs> and okay. go to my cabin. Okay. And I'm going to bolt slash, well, bolt and barricade the door as I can. Um, and then I'm going to take out some chalk that I have and try to, like, rig, a, like, an alarm <laughs> on the perimeter of the cabin by drawing, like, some, uh, runes on the walls. Okay. I'm just I'm just amused because like one of the typical use magic things is to bar a uh, a a location from a certain creature or entity or you know to like basically secure it. Mm-hmm. And so instead of securing yourself against cultists or zombies, you're just alarming yourself against cultists and zombies. <laughs> well, like welcome cultists and zombies. I just want to know you're here. Well, yes. Okay. I may need right, to that's... talk to them to get my. Except to be happy with me again. That's a, a new magical. That is a 12. That Holy is moly. Oh, wow. Okay. So um, you kind of described what this looks like with the runes and stuff. And so um, as you cast your spell, the runes begin to glow faintly and then strongly. And as they're glowing strongly, the walls that you've written the runes on begin to glow as well until finally it's brilliantly bright inside the cabin and then it fades away, but you can still feel the thrum of the magic in the walls. All right, then I'm going to put my magnum on the bed next to me so that I can grab it. And I'm going to set up my sniper rifle, like telescope it out, and then lean it against the wall next to my bed. Okay. This sounds good. Should we go to yeah. Aronson, though? Oh, yeah. Aronson have a kind of minute to think, has realized that it might be less obvious to steal petrol to siphon it out of a car rather than straight from the pumps. So I don't know if there's any other vehicles okay. around on site. There isn't another car. Yeah, there are no vehicles. You don't even see a vehicle belonging to the uh, Jacob's Motor Inn. Well, that's highly suspicious. But sure. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to try and 
sneak across to have a look at the petrol station on the other side. Okay. Um, I can tell you don't need to roll for it. You're, you're able to walk across the rather dark and quiet road perfectly fine, and no ruckus is raised as you go across it. You get into the uh, gas station area, which is where you were before, and there's two kind of old-fashioned-looking gas pumps there, and then there is a, uh, well, an old-fashioned service station. It's got a garage bay in it that, you know, someone could work on a, a car in, and a little, it's not exactly a quickie shop. It's much mm. smaller than that, but there's a small little area with a cashier stand, uh, you know, a cash register, and uh, like, you know, a few packages of gum and stuff you can see through the windows, yep. you know, some sodas, that sort of thing. Okay, so from my real-life knowledge of petrol stations, those pumps don't work when they're not switched on. But you can go straight to the tank without using any power. So I'm going to try and look around, see if I can see whether there's, like, big physical tanks that are above ground or it's all just buried underneath or something. You see no large physical tanks, and that's certainly something there's no need to yeah. roll for. Um, you, you just there's no large tanks uh, above ground. Um, what you don't know, and I'll note, is there's no like you don't know what's in the garage mm -hmm. bay because that door is there's some windows up high in the door, but they're uh, above your line. Are they above my line of sight if I jump while I go to look? You could jump and I'd take like a to jump in. and take a glance in. Okay, Subtly. you do that the first time and. It's just, you, you very nonchalantly jump as high as you can to peer into this garage bay, and um, it's just dark inside. The uh, light reflecting off the window makes it such that you just can't see inside. Mm -hmm. What's the lock on the door like? Actually, I'm gonna does the door just open, or is it locked? So, thus far, you have been strictly on the uh, front of the uh, gas station. And the, the garage bay, you don't see any locks, but you also don't really see any handles for it. Hmm. Um, it looks like you could heft it from the inside, perhaps, but who knows? You, um, it also could be automatic that if you had an opener, it would open up, uh, at least yep. the one that was paired with a, a garage door opener. Uh, but you also have not looked at the backside of the building at all. Okay, let's go have a look at the backside of the building. Not to lead you along or anything. No, definitely not. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure everyone's looking forward to a two-hour episode of me trying and failing to steal from a gas station. So let's go, kids. I mean, that's the kind of quality programming people download for. Yeah. Uh, so around the back, you see um, a door into what looks to be the uh, garage bay section. It is, um, well, it's a very standard issue, nothing special about it, uh, door with a sort of brassy-looking handle on it. Mm -hmm. Is Although it you don't even see a dead, well, you could try it. I've got to try the door. Now, I was getting ready to say, there's, you don't even see a deadbolt on it. Um, the handle, however, doesn't turn. Aha. Uh -huh. Does the door just open without the handle being needing to be twisted? No. No. Okay. 
So if the door doesn't open and there's no sign of a lock, this one can only be opened from the inside. So they have. To well, I mean, there's a keyhole on the handle. Uh huh. In that uh-huh. case, I reckon Aaron definitely has enough skills to attempt to pick a lock. Okay. Get some equipment. You, I mean, you likely have something on your person with all of your strange yeah. magician's gear and all of that, right? I've got you probably enough, got a bit of wire or something. Yeah, enough random crap in my pockets. Because I'm willing to say you've got, you know, something yeah. to try to pick a lock. Yeah. So that's probably... Um, I, I would probably call it an act under pressure, but I could also be persuaded to think it should be a sharp roll. Uh, it doesn't matter. I just rolled a three. Oh, God. <laughs> so whatever it is, I can tell you that as you start fiddling work. around with the knob, a dog starts barking inside. Well, I'm going to make a speedy dash back across to the old freak. I'm out of there. Um, You're the only dash- person wearing fancy clothes within like a 50 mile radius (laughs) as you're dashing across the road you see two large forms coming out of the uh motel office uh strapping on their overalls as they go and with something in their hands i'm i sort of want to try and duck for cover and get out of their eyesight here if i can one of them swings a flashlight beam your direction, you can roll to act under pressure to see if you can avoid detection. Well, <laughs> um, guys. <laughs> oh. oh, no. <laughs> I got another three. <laughs> oh, I hope you can talk your way out of this one. Dear oh. God. <laughs> Do I see the so, yeah, Avis, you do see this unfold. Um, You see, Avis, you see Aaron running from the back of the gas station with a dog barking. And then as uh, Earl and Vance, or their names, come out of the motel office, um, shining a flashlight around and grabbing their clothes, um... Aaron begins to dive to try to hide in the ditch alongside the road, but as he dives, he trips, and he actually skids across the surface of the road, um, taking some minor injuries. It's zero harm, but you've been scraped up a little bit and bloodied, Aaron. Um. Then you hear the uh, delightful sound of a pump-action shotgun having a shell uh, pumped into the chamber. And a gruff voice saying, Hey there, what you doing here? I saw a cool-looking squirrel, and then a dog barked, and I'm scared of dogs, so I ran away. Please don't shoot me. You hear another shotgun uh, pump, and uh, the other voice, the voice of the other gentleman saying, Ain't no such thing as a, what you say, interesting squirrel or something. They all taste the same. I'm a vegetarian. This one's head was a different color to its body. Um, I guess you're going to have to roll uh, manipulate someone, but I'm going to guess this is like 
Boy, there's some um, disadvantages here. It's okay. I rolled a 10 and I've got plus three, so I got a 13. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so given how badly you've screwed it up to get yeah, to this situation, um, I, I don't think they're going to exactly welcome you into their home or anything, but I think you've successfully kept them from blowing your head off. Hooray! It's so a they say, for Aronson. Get up and keep your hands where we can see them, mister. Yeah, cool, 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 cool. And I get up I, and I keep my hands in the air. I'm gonna they, go from my cabin where I've been washing to Old Brig so I can let Erickson know what's going on. Seems reasonable. Uh, Gwyneth, what are you doing? Are you just sitting there waiting for your alarm to go off? Yeah, I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I am also asleep, so if oh, you want to tell me something, you're going to have to wake me up. Yeah, I'm going to rap on the window and uh, see if I can wake you up, because I'm guessing the car is locked. Yeah. Um, so when I hear the tapping on my window, I immediately grab my gun. <laughs> um, it's me. Don't shoot me. Oh, um, what, what's going on? Why are you... Aronson got caught. I don't know all the details of what's going down, but the proprietors of this place, who were so kind to open late for us, um, have him at gunpoint. <laughs> Has he been shot yet? No, he hasn't. But... All right. Uh, I don't think there's much we can do about it. If he gets shot, just bring him to the van. I'll patch him up. All right. I'll keep watching. <laughs> All right. Good night. <laughs> hey, it, it has been a rough day for Agent Erickson, man. He's exhausted. Yeah. All right. And meanwhile, Gwyneth is is enjoying her beauty rest. And uh, Aronson, you uh, by through the gestures of the shotguns, you get the idea you're supposed to march around into the residence portion of the office where you are um, not too roughly placed onto an old flowered upholstery couch and told to sit there and explain yourself with two shotguns still pointed at you. Could I get close enough to the house that like I know I'll hear if he gets his head shot off. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think you can. Um you should probably give us an act under pressure rule to make sure you don't get uh, detected as you're crawling up to the window. Oh, okay. Oh god. Okay. Watch I'm gonna fail. I didn't that'd be about right. Okay. So you managed to crowd in where there's uh, some uh, dying marigolds underneath a window, and you can hear gruff voices saying, so explain what you were doing out there. We opened up to let you into this inn, and then you're over trying to rob our gas station? I didn't try and rob you. It was a really cool squirrel. I collect squirrels. I thought you said you were a vegetarian. Bulletarian. Yeah, I, I, my mate runs a squirrel sanctuary. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got internet? I can show you their website. It's 
says to the other, you can't, you can't tell Earl from Vance, but one of them says to the other, this fella thinks we're stupid or something. Yeah. No, it's my mate Carol back in the UK. She collects squirrels, which is a bloody pain in the ass. It's because grey squirrels are technically illegal to keep as pets in the UK, but that's irrelevant. I send her pictures of cool squirrels when I find them. And I thought I saw a cool one today. You, you, you realize squirrels ain't really nocturnal. That's what <laughs> caught my interest. <laughs> Look, mister, how about you explain to me why it is you and your buddies were out in the middle of the goddamn night running out of gas, looking like you were being pursued by the hordes of hell or something. Uh, we may have pissed off evil cult back in Vale's End. It's cool. We've got the police on it now. We're just hiding out here and hoping they don't find us. And I'm going to tell them the full story of what happened to lead us here. As he starts talking, I'm going to try to telepathically talk to Aronson. Are you really sure you want to be telling them all of this? Why would they even believe you at this point? Have you also, got a... you're going to get the rest of us in trouble, so maybe so, keep your mouth shut. So, Avis, you need to roll for that. That's, you know, that's a use magic roll. Aronson's about to piss himself. <laughs> yeah, I'm not tough under interrogation, guys. Okay, at 12. So you're able to telepathically communicate with Aaron. And so, Aaron, you've now got a den of... Well, you've got Avis in your head. You have two shotguns pointed at you. And you've been spilling your guts about... What did you call it? An evil cult that you've pissed yeah. off or something? Yeah. So, <laughs> okay, so I happen to know what these bystanders, you know, think about some things, yeah. but I think you still need to roll a manipulate someone again to okay. see if you're making it worse or better. Yeah, while this is going on, I'm going to to communicate back to Avis as well and say, quick, come in here in a minute, ask where I've gone. Act like I'm mentally handicapped. At this point, they might buy it. It's a brilliant master plan. <laughs> I knew you were there all along. Oh, damn. Mike's one with the eight two-way. Oh, fair. I also did roll a 12 on my manipulate someone, which gives me a lovely 15. Okay, then. Well, you know what? Sometimes the dice are kind. Sometimes the dice are not kind. Yeah. So, uh... One of them, and again, you have trouble telling Earl from Vance, says, um, which, uh, which evil cult is it you were running from? Healing Tavern Tabernacle. Oh, you did it now. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, tried. No. Um, so he looks at you and he says, them sons of bitches are mad at you? Yeah, you, you know them? Bunch of lousy out-of-towners, they come in from God only knows where, and they set up shop up in Rails Inn. Of course, I mean Rails Inn, it's a den of perdition anyway with all their, them, them big city types and them university folks. But I'll tell you what, um, I got no use for them healing cavern tabernacle hoity-toity people. Oh, good God, they come in, they think they know what we all ought to be doing. And then his buddy Vance chimes in, that's right, Earl. They come in. I remember my daddy and them. 
they just could not get along. These healing cavern tabernacle people told him that this was just that his preaching was just all wrong. He needed to close down his church. And, yeah. and then, you know, Earl looks back and says, well, you're right. Um, that is how it went down. But now your daddy's church wasn't doing too well anyhow. And they go on and on, almost forgetting about you there, Aaron, as they're going on about how much they hate the healing cavern tabernacle. Allies with guns. Allies. Yeah. All right. So what do you do now with this uh, success, Aaron? Well, I guess, Avis, you could you are aware of this as well. You're hearing it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to wait to see what Aaron does. I don't think I want to get involved. He seems to be handling it far better than I ever expected. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm not going to mess that up. So I'm going to wait to see what he does and if he seems to be able to leave and... Yeah. gets away with this, then I, yeah, whatever. I yeah. guess it's okay. No pressure, Aronson. Yeah. So at this point, I think I'm going to go for honesty is the best policy, which is a very un-Aronson move. <laughs> I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. There was no cool squirrel. We'd been in a gunfight with them healing tavern tabernacle bastards only an hour ago, and we think we'd shook them. I was scared that they were going to find us so we could get out the way and not put you lovely folk in harm's way. I was going to steal some gas from your gas station and leave a hundred dollars and sneak off into the night. Yeah. I know that's... Go ahead. Yeah, I know it's not possibly the best way to treat you as a business for all your hospitality, but I really didn't want to get shot by those creepy bastards from Rails End tonight. Get away with it. (laughs) So, there you go. They will tell you what, you get your crew awake and we will uh, open up the station across the way there and we will get you on your way if you want to still tonight to put some more distance betwixt you and them. Um, but before you leave, uh, we, we should chat. We want to be able, we, we don't want to know too much, mind you, but we want to be able to help out. Oh. Anybody who's again them cavern tabernacle people uh, they're okay by us heroes and I salute at both of them so they say well have your buddy with the van meet us over at the station we'll yeah. fill them up yeah I just want to sleep man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to head back to old Greg and get Erickson up yeah did he get shot no he's getting us gas I don't know how he did it <sighs> All right. I mean, I was there, and I still don't know how he did it. <laughs> well, okay. So, who's going to get Gwyneth? Not me. Not it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get her when we have the gas. Yeah. Gwyneth's not the most important person right now. <laughs> Gwyneth is happy to still be asleep, even though she doesn't know it. Yeah. So the three of you pull old Frigg over? Mm-hmm. Yep. They say, Earl says, where's the other one? We'll get her in a bit. She's a oh. bit scary to wake up. Yeah. She's <laughs> a bit scary most of the time. Earl says, laughs and says, yeah, Vance here's like that too. <laughs> then they uh, turn on the pumps and they fill you up. And uh, 
they tell you, you know, not to worry about paying. They just want to get you on your way safe. And they say, as you collect your other friend, come over to the house and, and we'll uh, show you a few things. Um, I have a, uh, like a spare gas tank sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, like the, in case of in dire need, use this gas. Can I fill mm-hmm. that up as well? Uh, you can. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I guess somebody needs to go get Gwyneth, huh? Not it. Not it. Uh, Alan looks despairingly at his two compatriots, sighs She's and goes off to get Gwyneth. She's your boss, yeah. You can deal with her. She's not my boss. We're business associates. Go I'm deal a, with the agency. I'm an independent consultant. <laughs> and off I go. All right. And then as you get to the door... Um, Gwyneth's alarm goes off. I grab my gun <laughs> and I point it at the window. You see nothing Having there. And, and the just, door. you know, uh, spoiler alert, it's just Aaron has set it off. Yeah, but Gwyneth... Yeah. I know, I'm just, I'm just can telling I, you. Can I hear this alarm? Oh, God, yes. Yes. <laughs> ah, it's just me! It's just me! It's fine, it's fine! No danger, no danger! Everything's chill! Gwyneth puts the gun down. Are you sure you're Aaron? Yep. Only I could have been stupid enough to go and get arrested, caught by the guys trying to steal the gas, and then made us some friends and allies on the way. We may have a plan. Come meet in the farmhouse. All right. They've, they've got some deets on the healing tavern tabernacle that might be useful. I grab my magnum. Well, first I unbarricade the door, then I grab my guns, and I just, like, while still carrying my guns, go to the little house. So I do love how you barricaded Aronson out of the cabin you were sharing with him. Yeah. Like, Aronson's going to sleep in the woods or something tonight. Like, this is great. (laughs) I I know my place in the group, guys. (laughs) All right. So, meanwhile, for uh, Erickson and Avis... Um, as you are, you know, heading into the house with uh, Earl and Vance, uh, and Aaron has triggered the alarm over there in Gwyneth's cabin, they kind of look at you and say, boy, howdy, you weren't right. She was a fright to wake up. <laughs> I told you. I told you. She is something else. So you uh, get into the little house, and it's a modest living room. And, um, you know, with a old furniture with floral upholstery on it and some pretty dated, you know, uh, curtains coming from uh, circa 1983 or thereabouts. Um, but uh, Earl and Vance gesture for you to sit down in the, the limited seating that is available. And you all are able to perch on, you know, a matching couch and chairs there. And then they pull in uh, two chairs from what you assume is a kitchen. They, they look like kitchen chairs, and they sit down, and they say, so you folks seem to have got yourself into a bit of a pickle with that bunch of bastards up there. So um, as much as you can tell us, um, what is it you need to do, and how can we help? I, I'm not sure we have much of a plan at this point we've had some 
run-ins with them. They seem to be doing something with the festival up at the old Iron Works. There were zombies almost attacking us, and it was... It was all we could do to get away without them, like, dismembering us. Earl shakes his head and says, I've heard of that lot doing some dark stuff, but zombies, like, raising people out of the grave, zombies, that's a lot even for them. No, not even quite that. Evil drug zombies, says Alan, slapping the table. It was more that, yes. They seem to have magically drugged... um, Tourists who were at the festival and were controlling them somehow. Hmm. Drug how? Um, sassafras tea. tea. Yes, but it wasn't normal sassafras tea. But I didn't get much time to examine it, but something was funny about it. Metallic powder? Yeah, magical power on the powder. I think that it was actually mineral powder. Yeah, right? it was mineral, but I, I got a magical signature. On yes, it. a magical mineral, and yes. so mineral, not metallic. So uh, Vance looks at her and says, "If they's using potions and stuff, uh, that's more than we know." And uh, Earl says, "Yeah, um, y'all may need more help than we can give you if." if this is what's happening with that, that goddamn cult. Well, you've, you knew them before now, right? Do you know how they started in the area? So Earl, he rubs his chin a little bit and says, hard to say when they really got started in the area. Um, gosh, it was back, oh, when there was hippies and stuff, even they, uh, there was a lot of new agers, you know, come into the area. Now, the healing cavern tabernacle people, they weren't the first new agers that, that come in, but they, they're the only ones left, though. They, they came in a little bit later when all that stuff was going down, and I was just a little lad. Um, they started around here, and first, there wasn't very many of them. You know, folks would move in from God only knows where, and it was nice for a while there, you know, because they were building things and hiring folks to, to build their crazy stuff and all of that. But then more and more folks started coming in from outside and they were keeping to themselves and they went from being kind of quaint and funny to being spooky. They started shaving their heads and wearing them strange get-ups and all of that. And then, well, well, my daddy now rest his soul, he, he and I never did see eye to eye, but he preached just across the way there, and he nods to the other side of the road, um, and he never did get on with them folks because, well, what they do, it ain't so much religion as it's about earthly and unnatural powers. Um. Hmm. This might be a little off the conversation, but I want to try to look around this place and get a feeling about these two and whether they have any knowledge of the supernatural. Are they the only people living here? Just like, who are we dealing with? If they're going to be our allies, who are these people? Mm-hmm. So how do you want to do that? Um, certainly looking around to see if there's anything lying about the living room here that would indicate that they have 
any supernatural knowledge or if there are other people living here. Those are the two big things that I think I could possibly notice about this room. Um, and I'm not digging through their house. Okay, I'm not going to make you roll for that because um, you see nothing. You see an old console television with a television guide sitting on top of it. You see some uh, an old stereo in the, the living room you're in there, and it's got uh, some jazz records by it of all the funny things. Um, okay. You see some old knickknacks and stuff like that, um, but there's nothing remotely supernatural um, no, you know, spell books, no strange potions or anything like that. No strange notes or anything like no. that. When, okay. I didn't think so. They didn't seem like the type. But. When you said they built their strange structures, what do you mean by that exactly? Well, you know, have you seen that, that I guess you'd call it a church building, though it ain't like no church I've ever seen. And then uh, Vance says, amen, amen. Um, but then Earl continues, um, I mean, that church building, they built that. And if you've been inside that thing, man, it's just weird inside. And then we never made it inside, but that's good to know. Yeah. Earl says, yeah, you're lucky you're not having seen it. I can tell you that. And he says, well, I would have preferred seeing it. <laughs> says, well, then there's the other stuff they built. I ain't sure it's all on ground legally theirs either. I think a lot of it they say is on state forest ground back in the woods there behind the property they bought. Um, I don't know where this healing cavern they claim to know about is, but they word is they got strange places they built around there to do whatever kind of voodoo it is they do. Hmm. Well, it looks like next time they're at the festival, we might be going on a little bit of a reconnaissance mission, and hopefully this one does not go as poorly, yeah. and I look over at Gwen. <laughs> oh, you think that was my fault? Um, I did have to save your ass, so yes. <laughs> it's not my fault that I was, like, in the van whenever the Sassafras zombies No, not that us. time. The time that we were infiltrating the church. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a lot of times it's all gone south on Gwyneth, I guess is what we're coming to understand yeah. here. It is not my fault they decided to point 11 guns at me for walking through the forest. All I'm saying is so, one of us got caught. So Earl, Earl sighs and says, well, I think that the thing we need to deal with first before anything else with them bastards is you said something about sassafras zombies? Oh, that would be correct. Yeah, they're handing out um, the sassafras tea at the festival, and anyone who has it seems to be somebody they can control. Well, I don't want to speak out of turn because I'm not some sort of big cult fighter or nothing, but it seems to me the first thing you got to do is keep them cultists from creating a army of zombies turned from tourists to go after you because mm -hmm. if they turn all the tourists come for the old iron days into zombies to hunt you down well i don't care how badass you are you ain't going to come out of that okay i think you're correct the question Watch is me. how do we 
how do we stop them from handing out more of that sassafras tea? We need to disrupt their supplies. We blow up the cauldron. I mean, okay, how, when? We're gonna need a bigger even gun. Even if you blow up... <laughs> Earl says, even if you blow up the cauldron, what do you do with all the folks already drunken? Yeah, this is going to need a magical solution. We need a way to counteract what they're doing. That's where Earl says, that's what I wanted to talk to you all about. Vance and I, we don't know nothing about them magics, but there's an old lady lives not far from here. She may. She's been around a long time. If you want, we can try and show you how to get there. That sounds right. That would be great. That would be wonderful. I... Well, I think I may have heard of her. Um, who you hear about? I, I be, hmm? Who'd you hear about? Uh, the the woman of the woods, the witch of the woods. Um, I can't quite remember, but I heard of something that sounds similar to her. Well, I've Earl Watson says most folks call her the maiden of the woods, but I got to tell you, she ain't no maiden, but that's okay. She's still all right. Uh -huh. <laughs> So he whips out a uh, piece of paper and he starts drawing a map. And it has a snarl of twists and turns as he says, you got to turn off. Well, you go back up north just about a, a couple miles and then you're going to turn left on to, well, it's called the old Jackrabbit Road, but um, now they put a number on it. I don't know exactly what it is. It's, uh, I, I, I think it's 1432. Um, and you're going to go west on it for a piece. And then and he goes on and on and on. And you have to make about five or six different turns on uh, different gravel roads through the county. Um, and so then the last point uh, Earl says is, and it's just as you're going up back up sort of to the, west into the north there, um, it's going to be just after you cross back over into Ozark County. Mm. All right. So, good. We have directions. You do. Um, and we got the map. You do. So hopefully we'll be able to find our way. Yeah. I'm going right. to make an observation that it's not useful now, but you said the element of the Satterfast tea was rock. Um, yes. Yeah. And we're fighting a group named after a healing cavern. You think it might be from the cavern? That would make sense if they've got some vague nonsense holding it all together. It's a cavern. I heard cavern. Yes. That's yeah. what I've been hearing too. It's cavern. It makes a lot of sense. The whole, <laughs> I put those pieces together a minute ago. Cavern. Cavern. Yes, C, cavern. <laughs> um, Although a healing mean? cavern would be a heck of a lot right? more fun. It would be. Mm. It would be way more fun. But if the tea has that mineral in it that's from the cavern, I could possibly use that to find their cavern. So what you're saying is we need to go hiking through those woods again. I mean... Oh, I vote we meet the old lady first. I guess. We need to go meet this maiden oh. of the wood first. I, I've been wanting to meet her. I wasn't sure if she was real. And if all else Earl says, oh, she she's real. 
If all else fails, we can buy a lot of laxatives and drop them in the tea. (laughs) (laughs) That's a bit of potion work. Yeah, Earl and Vance laugh at that and they say, I ain't sure that's a good idea. You need a diuretic. And then they laugh (laughs) even harder. And so at this point, it's about 2 a.m. And Vance says, well, y'all better rest up because um, I don't think you want to surprise the old lady at this hour. And, well, you're going to have trouble finding her anyway, but you want to be off at sunlight because, well, you don't want to have a whole mess of white cars looking for your ass. Not again. Again. No, we don't. Yeah. All right. So we should probably move yeah. down for the night. This again. time, I'm going to try and get into the same cabin as Gwyneth before she barricades me out. <laughs> <laughs> There's always the twin bed in all frig. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> in a pit. I might be using that actually. Nobody's using cavern si- uh, uh, Cavern. Yeah. No. Six. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> okay. So. As everyone gets bedded down, I can tell you the night passes uneventfully. Oh, it uh, does not stop Gwyneth from barricading <laughs> the door again. <laughs> I figured Gwyneth was a barricade enthusiast. Greetings, Railsenders. Thanks for listening to another episode of Rails in Mysteries. We hope you're enjoying the action. This is the part of the show where we ask you to please subscribe to our podcast and give us a follow on Twitter, at Rails in Mystery. That way you'll always know when there's a new episode coming out or something else exciting happening out in the world of actual play podcasts. Thanks for the love you've been giving us, and we look forward to seeing you next time. Now, for the rest of the episode. The sun comes up, oh, a little after 7 this time of the year, maybe around 7.30, so I would suggest that if you're up and departing as it's beginning to get a little light around about seven or a bit after that would be good are you all ready to go yeah i'm ready to go i got a coffee pot and a little burner in the back of the van if somebody wants to get that going while we get moving when it gets it going <laughs> Possibly complaining about the low-grade coffee available? Oh, 100%. It's what I got. Just because it comes in a tan doesn't mean it doesn't work. (laughs) It works. It just doesn't taste like anything. So you follow along uh, the directions as best you can. And there's a... Well, who's reading the map? Yes. I am. All right, Avis. Um, I think that as navigator, this is fairly low stakes, but I think you do need to roll and act under pressure because Earl's handwriting is a little bit squirrely. Okay. Oh, cool. Uh, ten. All right. You are able to decipher um, the scratches on this piece of uh, this blank sheet of paper. Well, it was blank um, as best as you can. And before you know it, it's barely eight o'clock. You have pulled up to what seems to be the right place. There's um, a long driveway with a mailbox on the end. The mailbox is painted a vibrant uh, yellow, and it has some flowers painted uh, on the yellow background. 
and the driveway is very well cared for. There's, um, you know, white gravel and there's something you've not seen before in this area. There's even stones edging the driveway for the 50 yards or so that it goes up to a cabin, um, a small cabin with a car parked alongside it. And there's smoke coming out of a, uh, what looks to be a wood burning stove inside. And it's neatly landscaped and the flowers outside are very manicured and, and frankly beautiful, uh, still blooming a lot of mums and, um, you know, even a few lilies still hanging on out is there. The, what color is the car? Um, the car is Good. green. Is not a contest? <laughs> not a white car. Well, to be clear, you don't know that it's not a cultist car, but you do know that they've usually driven white. It's not a white car. Yes. Cults really like branding. (laughs) Yeah. It unifies. They're really into that purity. Okay. All right. Shall we get up the drive? I grab my pistol and my big knife. Why did we let you in? That's it. Are you carrying them in your hands or are they holstered? Hidden. Concealed. (laughs) All right. And so you park outside and then walk up to the door. Is that what you do? Yeah. All right. Who's knocking on the door? I. Ava says. Okay, Ava. Give it a wrap and the door opens. Inside stands Agnes. (laughs) Yes! Yes! Hey, you all are a little bit early. Sorry, I put the tea on. Tea would be. Do you love me a nice cup of tea? She, um, and I wink. She sees, she sees her, and she says, "It's for you, big guy." Thanks. <laughs> I look down at him. <laughs> so, um, come in, come in, sit down. Um, should be. Just enough room around the kitchen table there. Um, and then the pot's beginning to whistle, and she pours a, a few cups, says, Doctor says I can't have coffee anymore because, well, caffeine's bad for me at my age, but this is some good black tea. Got a little bit of caffeine in it still, so it'll have to do us. I would be. Now, Italy. what have you folks gotten up to? Trouble. A whole lot of trouble. So much. We did. She pinches your cheek. Aaron and says, I'm, I, I wouldn't yeah. expect any less of you, my friend. Uh, we did stop the spook light, though. So we did what we, we, I did what you said there, even though you didn't believe me. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Good job. We had a run-in again with the Healing Cavern Tabernacle. Mm. They again? seemed to be up to no good. Yes. Again. We saved a Momo from them last time, once again. Us band of heroes, and Aaron puffs his chest out proudly. <laughs> she smiles and nods. They seem to be up something to something at the festival. They keep feeding people this sassafras tea that has some sort of magical mineral in it. And magical mineral? Yeah, that's all I got when I tried to analyze the tea. Unfortunately. What did it... We got interrupted by people controlled by the Zespras team. Controlled? They attacked us. What did they do? They attacked you? How, how were they? What did they? What were they acting like? They Zombies. were stoned as hell. 
And then their minds got turned off. And when their minds got turned off, they attacked you? Yeah, they were crawling all over the van. Huh. Trying to rip it apart with their bare hands. There's still dents in the roof from it. Okay. Well, that that's powerful magics there, that is. Yeah, and we suspect they're going to keep doing it, building sort of a army they can control. Well, that Ironworks historical thingamabob they do, this is just Friday. It goes Saturday and Sunday, so odds are good they're still poisoning lots of tourists in from St. Louis and Kansas City, ain't it? Yeah. Vance and Earl said you could help. Oh, you saw Vance and Earl? Yes. Oh, aren't they just a delightful oh, pair? Oh, they are. They are. Yeah. They I'm so glad they didn't They're good boys. Me. I can tell you stories, though. <laughs> Agnes winks at you and she, she says, I'm even gladder, honey. <laughs> <laughs> well, what we're going to need is some way of combating that poison that the healing cavern tabernacle has been putting into people. Any ideas? I... <laughs> she laughs and says, no, we need to clear out the poison, but that ain't the, the way you clear out a poison. I mean, we either need to get people to take some sort of antidote or find some spell that will neutralize it. I have to say, I'm not very experienced when it comes to potioneering. Well, we need something that's going to counteract the numbing effects of this mineral they're poisoning folks with. We need something that'll bring some vitality. <laughs> she smiles and she says, I'm glad someone's been paying attention. You need some ginseng. I mean, we were picking some before. I think I still got some in the van. I think we're going to need more than just a few pieces, though. She nods and says, you're going to need a lot more than a few pieces. And you got to figure out a way to get whatever get results into them. Yeah. But that's what you need. You need yourself some ginseng to get into them somehow. Do any of us keep Latch's dark gum? I don't believe so. Also, that seems ineffective. I've also had bad experiences with that gun. We should Agreed. be careful with it. Although, in all seriousness, and as a fan of your characters, and I'm not saying this is what you should do, and it's certainly nothing I've planned on you doing, but if anyone has a system or device to distribute and, uh, and dose a massive number of people with like a ginseng tea or mist, it would be yeah. Jane Lackler. Don't we still have a... It, it would yeah. get really... Don't we still have a smoke machine? <laughs> Can we not do ginseng smoke? I feel like... The fog machine? Fog machine. <laughs> the, the, the fog, fog machine at your tent is actually antidote mist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That I kind of like that idea, I'm going to be honest. I really like that. The problem is, 
Do you really think we're going to be allowed back in? We still have reservations. Yeah, we didn't do fun. anything wrong. We did. I did. Are you sure? Them. Are you sure? You <laughs> shot. It's, 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 it's rails end. It's fine. It happens. Nobody got hurt. <laughs> no one that guy hurt. was not seen killed. He wasn't hurt on the site of the fair, so it's fine. Exactly. It was an unrelated murder that no one could ever tie to us. Besides all the fingerprints. Well, well, Agnes says, I don't know nothing about murdering, but I do know that around here sometimes disputes are settled in rougher ways than some folks like. All I'm saying is I'm pretty sure our spot will still be held, even though uh, our tavern tabernacle friends might not like us being there. I think you're right. I think that we should go back and see if at least we can get our things, even if we can't leave the smoke machine there. Do you there, need to get enough ginseng as well? Nearby. Yeah. Yeah, we need to get ginseng first, because otherwise there's no point in trying to rig up the smoke machine. Well, I should go with whoever's going back, because I'm, a, I'm the getaway driver. Oh, I am also, I drifted a van. Come on. <laughs> I will point out the time that <laughs> she was driving to get us away from things, we actually got away from them. To be fair, we pulled off on the side of the road to hide, and it didn't work. Uh -huh. Agnes says, well, while you guys are bickering, um, prime ginseng picking yeah. hours are passing. You would best go see what you can gather, because, well, days are getting yeah. shorter. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go help Jin Bin collection. Need to go collect yeah. You guys thought the rest out. Same. The best place to find ginseng this time of year is probably going to be, um, even though, mind you, it ain't exactly legal, is uh, on the state forest grounds. You uh, remember the lessons I gave you? Young man, she looks at you, Erickson, uh, about where to I find do the remember. best ginseng. Yes, I do. Well, you need to go you, traipsing out in the uh, in the forest there. Look for the oak trees. The the ginseng likes growing where there's oak trees and uh, north facing slopes, mind you, and and see what you can gather. You're going to need, oh, well, better to have too much than not enough, I guess, is what I'd say. All right, let's Everyone go. Load up. Yep. Yep. All right. So, um, how? Do you want to go about collecting ginseng? I mean, Erickson has the experience of actually... I'm sure I have, like, before. buckets and baskets and stuff. Yeah. Eh. Boy, old Frigg is like a bag it of... It really is. Sometimes. I have camping <laughs> gear. Like... It's, it's true. It's collapsible. So I... Yeah, I, I'd be willing to believe you have some collapsible containers or something like that you could... Uh, Toad some ginseng in and maybe some spades or something like that. So you have it's, some. They would be small, like it. plastic. Yeah. Bad ones, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Not good, but we got them. Okay. So um, you all are out looking for ginseng, and um, I think that the, well, one of one of you 
is going to need to act under pressure just because you are doing this illegally on state forest service grounds. Can I not? And we're trying to be speedy. Since I'm technically the one enforcing the law, I'm sure if we get caught, I could pardon Mm -hmm. us, but I'll act under pressure. Okay, let's see. As I am the experienced one. All right, right, that's okay. That's a 10. Okay. So from time to time you see, uh, well, as you're driving into the Forest Service ground, uh, on those roads you see Forest Service vehicles that uh, are traveling around. And, you know, you hide old frig as best you can off the road and you try to cover up the tracks that you made. And Occasionally as you're looking back, as you're hunting around, you see these vehicles pause and slow down like they're puzzled like they think maybe there's some tracks or there's been something there or they see something but then they keep driving right by old frig and they never trouble you as you're digging up some ginseng and pretty soon you've got just buckets full and armloads full of of good prime ginseng root and uh you're not exactly sure what you're going to do with it but man you got a boatload of ginseng so do you think we need some more? I, I think we have enough. Um, my question is, though, Gwyneth, they're your smoke machines. How exactly do you fuel them? Like, what, what do you put in them? And what sort of state do we need this ginseng in? Probably a liquid. Anyone got a juicer? Okay. We could go to Agnes. I think she might have, but like, a muddler or something. Yeah. A muddler? <laughs> Gonna muddle a bunch of okay. ginseng. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you've got, just to be clear, I'm envisioning, you know, like three bushels of ginseng. Yep. Well, we best get started. To, to clean, that. slice, and muddle it, this is going to take a bit. <laughs> Can I attempt to use some magic to. Yeah, you have like force powers. Can't you just, like, stuff? crush it? In the car, just let's 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 wait. Let's wait and get. Let's not destroy old Frig again. Okay. (laughs) So where are you? I think we should go back to the maiden's house. Yeah, we should. Okay. So as you roll up, you see Agnes uh, tending to her flower beds, and she says, "Y'all have any luck?" We got plenty. We just have to figure out what to do with it now. We're gonna try to turn it into some sort of liquid form, but I'm not we'll allowed make a to crush it in the car, apparently. Well, I think the best thing you need to do is to steep it and make yourself some sort of ginseng tea-like concoction. See? Yes, you are correct, Gwyneth. Okay. You all got the equipment you need for that, or are you gonna be Stealing my kitchen supplies. (laughs) I do too, sweetie. I do too. (laughs) So she uh, points you to where there's some pots and pans and uh, says, y'all may have to find some way of carrying this stuff, this water once it's been steeped and boiled. I only have one water bottle. (laughs) Do you not have like a giant container of something we can use 
Aaron has Maybe a lot, or uh, Erickson has a lot of things, but a random giant liquid container. I do have we my do. gasoline container. Yeah. I could pour out gasoline. But you filled with gasoline. <laughs> yeah, but. Hmm. Okay. Where could you get a gas container? I mean, we do have friends who own a Earl and Vance. <laughs> I feel like we're driving a lot. Yeah. Use up the sink. <laughs> yeah, we are. It's a good thing we got free Fair gas. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe it's we a long... just go buy some containers, though. I'm sure it's we a could... long drive to civilization to buy some containers. I mean, you could you can buy containers and rails in as well, obviously, but you know you've got to. Uh, yeah. You know that's Aren't a we long the best way liquid somewhere. I mean, I yeah, better I'm... off taking. Borrowing the brewing stuff, taking it with us and brewing it when we, where we find the containers. That might be a bad idea in case we get interrupted. What if we brew like a flask so we're ready to throw it on the first intruder? Don't they have to ingest it? Yeah. <laughs> Agnes says, well, there's more than one way to get a material like this into a body, certainly if the sassafras tea was drunk, the best way to counteract it would be for this to be drunk. But, you know, if it's a mist that's inhaled or even poured over somebody, there's going to be a, a little bit of an effect. Ginseng's powerful, powerful magic. Can I just throw it at them? I could probably make it rain ginseng if we have enough of it. Well, if you could spray them with it, that'd be okay. <laughs> So what we need are a bunch you of spray <laughs> bottles. Or, or, we get some oh. water guns. I think that's the plan. Let's get some water Let's guns. Let's make a list so that we don't have to make another trip. We're getting big <laughs> water containers, I think, I think we need water guns. And we need water guns and some spray uh -huh. bottles. Yeah. How far a drive are we from Wales End? What if we get a humidifier, but instead of water... That seems ineffective in, in an open area. It's just like a fog machine with extra steps. Yeah. So you are about 20 <laughs> miles from Rails End. We could... Um, what was I going to say? We could buy, like, a weed killer thing, and instead of filling it with liquid weed killer, we could fill it with this... Ginseng tea. Yeah, one of those, pump one of those backpack containers. things. I like water guns better. The visual is more appealing. That's more exciting. Yes. Well, you know, you could go with belt and suspenders. We're going to get all the things that spray. But you all have to get them somewhere. This yeah. is Agnes speaking still. Because I ain't got no water guns. I think that two of us should Dips. stay here and start steeping some ginseng. And then two of us should go and let's, collect the spray. Let's let the professionals go out into the field and the other people do the tea making. <laughs> I mean, you're the magic one. I assume you need to do magic stuff with the tea. And Aronson is another person. <laughs> 
Love you too, man. Love you too. Finger guns. Finger guns back. <laughs> okay, then. So um, Agnes is showing Aronson and Avis how to uh, steep some ginseng tea there, slicing the ginseng root. Well, first washing the ginseng roots, then slicing them thin, and then simmering them in you know big pots that she has. Um, and she says, I sure hope your friends get back safe with something to put this in because, well, we're going to be able to make more yeah, of my pots. Honestly, I give it about 50-50. They have a habit of getting into trouble whenever they're alone. All right, Gwyneth. Plan. Yeah. Get in, get out. This is the plan. plan. We go in, we go out. Where are you going Can in? Can we find like a, do you want like a dollar store? Where are we going? <laughs> I'm thinking whatever store we find that's close. I assume I still don't have signal. Uh, no, you don't. Okay. You do have a map of the area. Yeah, so... Uh, uh, Gwyneth tries to read the map and then gives up and shoves it I'm at driving. Erickson. Well, I don't um, know where we're I, going. I guess I will read the map and drive. Um. <laughs> you could also pull off. I mean, there's not a shoulder, but there's not a lot of traffic, and you're still um, in gravel. Is, uh, so. is there like a general store? Is there like a Walmart or something? Well, you know, not that's on the map, but you do see on the map um, a tiny little dot um, that says Jacobs on it, and you see another slightly larger dot on the map that says uh, Jeremiah. These are both south of Rails End and then to the north uh, uh, is where you see Rails End. And in between these three dots is the uh, forest service ground where you were hunting hunting for the ginseng. And, um, you know, where because, you know, Agnes basically backs up to the first right. service ground there. So we could go back to Jacob's or we could try Jeremiah's. Do you think Jacob's is going to have what we need? They'll at least know where Fair we enough. can find it. Cool. And just to be <laughs> just to be clear, what you saw in Jeremiah, or I mean in Jacob's, was like all of Jacob's. Yeah, you've already There seen was the Jacob's Motor Inn. There was the uh, Jacob's gas and service that Aaron attempted to rob and then things turned out okay. Um, there were two other buildings that you did not go into, but there was a Jacob's seed and farm that looked to be permanently closed and a Jacob's primitive Baptist church, which looked outright abandoned. Yeah, but our buddies will know where the nearest grocery store is. Well, they got to buy food somewhere, you would think. You would think. And I didn't see a garden, so... Time to go. Time to All go. Right. Well, let's go. And I get back in the van and pull up. Okay, so you are coming back into Jacob's and obviously uh, quite well, you can see some smoke arising and you can see there's some white sedans parked in the motor end. Oh, reverse, oh, throw it in reverse. Um, do I, I throw Are it in okay? park? Um, 
Do we proceed with caution or do we GTFO? You know, I think we may actually need to make sure oh, they're okay. No, this is such a bad idea, though. Oh, but they helped us, and they're okay. We make allies. sure they're alive, and then we leave. Because if we don't allies. come back with containers, then everyone's dead to zombies. All right. Um, yes. I think this is one of those uh, times where the mission kind of has to come first. Fine. So. How are you approaching this situation? There are uh, three white sedans arrayed around the little circular driveway of the uh, Jacobs Motor Inn. Um, you're not at a distance where you can reliably be sure how many people are around, but you see at least one or two white clothed figures flitting about outside the office slash home of Earl and Vance. We try to save them. The Probably the only way is either to be pursued out or to kill a lot of people. And I don't know if either of those options are really good ones. You're right. Well, I really want to sabotage I really course. do too. But last time that involved us being pursued by bald white uh, vans, bald white people in vans. <laughs> Technically, sedans. they were sedans. Yeah, I guess we should. Well, yeah, we should probably just go get our water guns. But we have to address this. I afterward. agree. We will take a note. You hear? You hear a shotgun oh, blast? Oh God! God damn it! I don't it. know what to do. <laughs> Gwyneth is gonna pull out oh. <laughs> This is such a bad idea. I throw it in the drive. <laughs> Why did we split this way again? Um all right, let's let's try to be as stealthy as possible. This is an evacuation mission. So, and so how are you how are you uh, Approaching then, you've got the uh, old frig sort of on the side of the marginally paved road, a little bit We're to gonna... the north of Jacobs, and you're looking down. You're up a ridge a little bit, so you can see down into where these buildings are, and you can see, you know, there's some smoke rising uh, still, and there's you know the three white sedans there, and there's some white figures, white clad I turned to Gwyneth and say. Before everything goes to shit, let it be known that I at least hesitated. <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to... Uh, we could get the... No, if we go back, they're probably going to be dead. Um, no, I mean like go through the woods behind right. the building. Unless you want to charge in... I feel like we have the advantage the farther away we are. You want to just... I, I would off? prefer not to kill people, but knees and hands are fair game. Okay. <laughs> All right. Knees it is. 
Take their knees. So, <laughs> as you're sneaking around the back through the woods, you're a little bit downhill of the motor end. And so, you're looking up a little bit. And do you want to, uh, you know, case the joint? I mean, you can read a bad situation. You can, I, I don't would, know, kick some ass. What do you want to I do? I would love to read a bad situation. <laughs> I want to find... No, we'll, we'll see what I want to find. Okay. I want to find nothing. Wait, do I have, I have a plus two? That makes it a seven. Oh. It's sharp. Yes, yes it's plus sharp. <laughs> yes, that's a seven. Uh, hold one. Um, uh, what's the best way to protect the victims? Or wait, no. Uh, hmm. What's the best way out? Like what other to get them out. Uh, well, those kind of collapse down into the same one, right? All right. Yeah. What's the best way to protect the victims? It's the same thing. Okay. Um, the best way to protect the victims is going to be to get Vance and Earl out of the little house, or to get the. Uh, Healing cavern, tabernacle people away from them. From them. Any ideas? Uh, well, one of us can create a distraction. The other one of us can go in there and get them out. Oh. Really I'll, be the, I'll be the distraction. And they, they really hate me. Or you me. want to be the distraction? So I would. I think. I think I would be a fantastic distraction because they hate me with a vengeance. Can you do like illusions? I can surely try. Um, so I guess I can try to sort of do an illusion of myself out in the field in so, front of us. This is the time for illusions. <laughs> Let's uh, think about this. So this is obviously it's a use magic move. It's a use um, magic. So let's think about, oh, well, you tell me what this needs to look like. Well, I sort of, I want to either create or make them, all these cultists, see like an image of me, just like leaning against their cars. Okay. So how would you go about casting a spell like that? And how does that fit within your, your use magic skills? Talent. You could summon a monster into the world. <laughs> is Gwen Yeah, the veil monster was Gwyneth all along. That is a news magic. The entire time. No, I'm going to harken back to my early training in my sect, and I will start muttering under my breath and making um, weird motions with my fingers to like create the illusion in their minds that I'm out there by the so sedans to be clear this isn't something that's off of the standard use magic list yes so you're saying this is something that was in your early training with the sect yeah i think it fits into the mystical slash dark arts i feel like he's doing something beyond you human limitations 
think we can moderately argue that. I mean, I think I, I think we can allow this without it being big magic. But oh boy, okay. Yeah, it's not gonna have to like say anything. It's just gonna wave at them. Okay. Well, them give distracted. us give us a use magic roll. Um, I mean, this is all assuming yes. that I actually roll well, right? Plus two Holy is moly. So you don't even get a glitch. So nope, tell me what works. this looks like. You know, it looks like uh, me on a better day whenever I'm not on mm-hmm. like four hours of sleep having been like in the same set of clothes mm-hmm. for a day and a half. Um, so like it's a very well-kempt version of Gwyneth who's like, doesn't look tired at all. She's just sort of casually, like, leaned up against one of these sedans. It's like the white stand. She's wearing all of her blue clothes. Um, and she just waves at the first uh, cultist that she sees. <laughs> the cultists, no. one of them sees your apparition there and then nudges a colleague next to her. And then suddenly all of the cultists wheel around with weapons drawn and they start <laughs> shooting at the apparition. The car many, behind you, <laughs> the yeah. car behind the apparition rocks as bullets pierce it and you smell from, even from the distance you're hiding, you smell gas beginning to leak out of the tank and you hear tires hissing as they deflate. John is moving ahead yeah, quickly. Well, Yep, I am moving. We're okay. Going into that house. And I think that's where we're going to leave it here. Mm. <laughs>